0: So, if I'm sitting in my house and I'm in bed and someone breaks in to steal my TV, yeah, I could, I don't know that they're just there to steal my TV. I don't even know why they're there. I do know that they don't belong there and they certainly weren't invited. Uh, I don't want them in my house. That's a very, 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 very different standard than once I insert myself into a situation because once you make the choice, Right? To involve yourself in something, you are now liable for for what happens after that. You are now a contributing factor to everything that happens in that situation. So Joe, thankfully, like that. The case. Welcome to the Left of Greg Podcast. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Left of Greg Podcast. I'm Brian Marin, the host and creator of the show. As always, I will be joined by human behavior expert, Mr. Greg Williams, who the show is affectionately named after. Here on the Left of Greg show, our goal is to increase your advanced critical thinking ability through a better understanding of what we call human behavior, pattern recognition and analysis. If you'd like to find out more about what that is, you can check the episode details. If you have any questions or would like us to cover a specific topic, please reach out to us at leftofgreg at gmail.com. Today, Greg and I are talking about a recent trend we've noticed where armed civilians are intervening in situations that would normally be handled by the police. In the episode, we bring up examples that show the benefit of this type of intervention, as well as examples that demonstrate how it can go catastrophically wrong. During the discussion, we talk about some of the legal ramifications of these types of interventions, and we get into topics like liability, preclusion, and causation versus correlation. Please don't forget to follow us on social media. You can find the links to the episode details. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please tell your friends about it. Thanks for tuning in and we hope you enjoy the show. Well, good morning Greg and morning, hello everyone out there listening. Um good a uh, good uh, you know episode we're going to talk about a few things. We're we're talking about are you are you a good Samaritan uh, or are you a vigilante and what does that mean? Because we've seen a number of cases uh, pop up now where People, uh, civilians are are sort of interjecting themselves into different situations um because they think what they're doing is right. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. That's what we're gonna jump into. But before I mention this story, I do have to tell everyone, if you're listening to this, it is Greg's 60th birthday this week. So, shout out to Greg and we Yay will please me. please send in birthday messages so I can forward them uh to him. Uh so congratulations Greg. Um you know, that's a that's a that's a milestone, I guess. Uh it, it,
1: it, it is uh <laughs> just based on the size of my heart and my <laughs> physical condition alone. So, so I always laugh at Don Yeager. Don Yeager always said you'll never make it to 60. Well, you fucker, I'm almost there. Uh, a couple yeah. hours. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So congratulations on that. I think Thanks, you got Brian, a lot. I think you got a lot of left uh, left in you there, buddy. So you're you're getting you're you're leaner and meaner now than you were at 55. I would say. Oh, that's so, absolutely true. So I I think uh, I, I think you're, you're you've got a you got a ways to go. So uh, just wanted to start off with that, buddy. Uh, happy birthday to you. And so now to kind of get to what we're discussing today. Can I can I just okay. say something? Yes. The
1: only thing is, Brian. I can still lay it down. So when we're out on the road training, the only thing bad is you keep throwing me your room key. You know what I'm saying? It would be okay once in a while if okay. somebody in the audience would throw me the room key. So, but so, I'm just saying.
0: So, so everyone, listen, most people listening have been listening long enough to know, Greg, that, that that's not what's happening at all. That's you pounding on the door outside of my room at night to ask me for a towel or crying or. <laughs> so. Can you hold me? That's so, not true so so, true. so today we'll start with um a case it's actually from a few years ago i'll put the link in the episode yeah. details but we were talking about it recently and it came out of ohio and you know it's kind of when i guess a an, an, an police officer in the middle of a traffic stop i'll just read it so what happened this was in parma ohio so oh shout out mm-hmm. to all of our ohio listeners we actually have quite a few um so police officer goes to pull over a suspect He was driving erratically, uh, ran a red light, and then he was pulling into sort of this parking lot of a shopping mall, shopping center type thing. And it's kind of a weird stop because the guys went to stop. But then the police officers at this like kind of 90 degree angle on the passenger door. So it's a little bit odd. He gets out to go talk to the guy. And as he's getting out, this Jeep is pulling up and this Jeep blocks in, tries attempts to block in on the front end of this suspect vehicle So then the guy in the vehicle, suspect vehicle kind of finally notices his Jeep creeping up and stopping right in front of them. And then I don't freaks out, hits the gas gets out of there, tries to is trying to evade. Now the police officer is already at the window at this point. So he's kind of doing the wrong thing and not pushing off. He's trying to grab the guy and doing what we've seen before. We've talked about that in another podcast episode, yeah. but then this uh, good Samaritan, I'm using my air quotes here who decided to block in and intervene in the middle of a tr- traffic stop by a police officer. Um, uh, decides that he's fearing for his life and starts shooting at the suspect vehicle. Now, he didn't hit the person driving. He didn't hit the police officer, thankfully. Um, The scene goes on. Eventually, uh, the suspect Crashes his vehicle. The police officer had to pursue the uh, pursue him, uh, detained him, took him into custody. It was a good stop. The guy was involved, he had uh, weapons, uh, had domestic violence with weapons and stuff like A bunch of felony arrests. So it was all good. But then you, the the reason we're talking about this is this one. This person who decided to insert themselves in the situation, uh, and I would say the opposite sort of end of that spectrum is like that recent one in Indiana where there was an active shooter in a mall. Young guy uh, gets his rifle and then kills. The active shooter in the process. So, the reason some of the reasons I want to talk about this uh, is one, understanding what rights you do have and that you don't have. Two, there's going to be an increase in this. Um, gun laws over the last 10, 15 years have become less restrictive. Um, people are, there's more people carrying concealed. The uh, COVID was a big one when the pandemic happened, massive increase in in, in gun sales. Also, with with an interesting, I would guess, uh, a cross, a subsection of people who had never owned guns before and were adults, that lived their whole life without guns. They're finding out a lot of those people started buying guns uh, during the pandemic out of fear, which, you know, if you're making decisions out of fear, uh, we're probably not making good decisions. But the idea is, uh, uh, and even gun laws, like I said, become less restrictive even out here in California based on the New York. Uh, With the Supreme Court ruling uh, out of New York, the attorney general in California went Okay, to all the because the way California does concealed carry is by county, which that of course is ridiculous, but whatever. So, so you you have to have a. Uh, uh, it went from in many of the counties you had to show cause, you had to show a reason to get a concealed carry uh um, permit. Um, the state attorney general said no, that's unconstitutional. Like the, you 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 shall issue that permit, right? Barring as long as obviously you meet the criteria, background check, all that stuff, you still have to have the requirements there. But you instead of you having to show cause, no, you should just be able to get one if you're a law abiding uh, citizen. So so that stuff's all changing. It's getting easier. More people are caring. More people are scared. Um, This stuff is going to happen. We've seen it a lot. And I just want to throw out one quick data point at the beginning, Greg, because if you're looking for data on crime, go to the FBI, man. That's what they do. That's what they've done the best out of of anyone is they detail everything they don't say hey this is what we think you should do it's just here is the numbers here is how crime is changing this is what, uh this is what's actually happening so they they identified what they called um more than 430 active shooter incidents in about the last 20 years i guess it was since 2000 and out of that time out of those 430 incidents only 10 cases um there were only 10 cases where civilians stepped in and killed the person or stopped the attack so that's just over two percent of the time that's that's happened now if i were to guess i would say that's likely going to possibly increase now um but you know that's kind of a little bit of speculation just based on the way gun laws have changing gun ownership has changed and this feeling uh because it's very real in some places maybe just feels that way in the other of this sort of criminals are getting away with stuff there's less police there's a lot of anti police rhetoric uh the, the ambush killing of po- police officers are being murdered now at a higher rate than we've seen in d- decades i think greg right? or it might be even higher than it's ever been um so there's definitely this increase there's lack of prosecution in a lot of these cities so people are going you know what i'm going to protect myself which is good we're always about you know you you are uh, the the you are a protector you're the one responsible for your own life um However, the second third order effects of this, sometimes this stuff happens where people then take that as a license to insert themselves in situations that they do not belong in. So yeah. that's my quick kind of preamble, Greg. Uh, I'll throw you is where where do we want to start with, with this discussion?
1: Okay. So uh, uh, a month ago uh, on this day in Houston, a Good Samaritan was driving when they saw a police officer in a foot pursuit. And the Good Samaritan pulled over, let the cop jump in the car, catch up on the suspect, jump yeah. out, and make the arrest. I like okay. that. I like that. So so I'm... I think that there's a uh, uh, an objective and a subjective standard that we have to mm-hmm. look at. Um, Good Samaritans are legal and they're protected by law. It's called the Good Samaritan, Good Samaritan Law. Laws. Uh, uh, um, vigilantism and vigilantes aren't. And th- th- there are laws specifically against them. So where's that fine line? Well, if you take a look at the incident that you were talking about, I would love to depose somebody and say, now you in the Jeep, uh, uh, the officer clearly knew your background and experience and that you were armed and that you weren't uh, acting in cahoots with the person that you were pulling over. Right. Can you imagine that? Imagine, look, think back and and, and, uh, I'm I'm doing the officer a, a, a dishonor and the Good Samaritan as well. It was Aurora or Arvada. Uh, a year ago, where Colorado, the, the, the no, I think. Copper was shot yeah. by the bad guy. Yeah. Uh, a good Samaritan stepped in, shot the bad guy. Then a copper saw the good Samaritan and killed him. okay, Thinking, yeah. These, yeah, these are when, when that incident occurred. That was probably a year after we made the prediction that some yeah. unmarked, un, uh, uh, you know, no uniform civilian was going to pull out their gun to solve a problem. And somebody's going to see him and go, "Oh, there's the shooter," and kill him. We made those predictions, Brian, and yeah. now the, the 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 chickens are coming to roost or whatever they call that. Now, here's the point: COVID still screws with Americans in America. I yeah. know the rest of the world, but I'm talking about what I can see every day. Uh, we had very good experiences in Mexico uh, during COVID. They really, really took care of the situation. I would say Colombia is second to none in the foreign ports that we hit that really take care of you. Uh, there's some place in America that do a great job, some airlines and some that weren't. But Brian, because we're tribal and because COVID made us lock ourselves away from other humans. It's not good. We started seeing news reports and believing that it was the apocalypse. That right. zombies are walking among us, and right. that there are no consequences for our actions. Am I lying? Take, yeah, that's what it that's that's, okay. what it. that's that's
0: what it seemed like.
1: Yeah, you know. So so uh, uh, yesterday there's an article about a, uh, a copper that's on the way to a burglary in progress. He's on the wrong street. And he sees the person pulling out of the driveway of the address, but it's on the wrong street, and he does his best. And people are oh no, or they yay, it's great. Okay. Do you remember a female Dallas cop walking into the wrong apartment and shooting yep. who she thinks is an intruder? Amber Geiger. Listen, yeah. Brian, that that Geiger case would never happen today. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? I don't think that the the people are so different because they were tainted by what COVID did. And and the, the defund movement is a perfect example of that. The defund was because of anxiety and stress, well, yeah, not that's, because of simply racist that, response. That, to that's it, what that social, had, social isolation
0: does to anyone. It literally yes, it increases anxiety levels, which increases your aggression, which increases your level of anger and hate and death and fear. And you will literally almost self-radicalize you know what i'm saying have You're we not in seen that constantly can we and
1: not follow our but, finger down the but articles it's, and
0: it, show it. it's easy to say okay well if one person starts doing that yeah that's not a big deal but when it happens at scale it raises e- even if it just raises the level of anxiety by yeah, just the general level of anxiety by 10 yeah. percent, greg even if it's just 10 percent, yeah okay over the ten percent over three hundred fifty million population is massive. That's that's an order of magnitude. It's massive, yes. massive, and we don't even realize that it's happening because, well, you know, you're talking about well, COVID's over, it's done. It's like it's not. No, but but, uh, but, but so so, you know, so it,
1: write these two words down. Not yeah. for you, for the people that are listening while they're driving, uh, uh, pull over. Write these two two words down: causation and correlation. Right. What Brian and I are not doing is we're not uh, 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 making light of any of the. Horrible plights that have faced our nation and our law enforcement and our legal system in January 6 and our uh, uh, homeless population and the black population. We're not saying that. What no. we're trying to say is don't mess up and think that causation and correlation are the same thing. You can't uh, uh, apply fact, logic, and news stories and, and data points uh, uh, to one and not to the other. You have to. You yeah. have to weigh which one is which. One. Uh, uh, caused something. It's the proximate cause of, or was a leading factor to, yeah. to lead to it, like heart disease. Do you get what I'm trying to say? You, you can't do that. And, and so when we're taking a look at this caper, I'll give you a, a, an example. When a copper is off duty, they've got. They're enjoined. They almost have, especially if the agency uh, uh, permits or forces them, uh, uh, mandates that they carry their weapon uh, off-duty and that they carry their badge. There's some agencies that don't care, Brian, and there's 18,000 cop agency, so you have to look into your own. But, for example, the agency I worked with, uh, you were uh, uh, mandated. You had to have your badge and your gun. You had to have your radio with you at all times, even if you were off-duty, because if there was an emergency, they had to be able to call you up. Okay, so that copper, just because he's in plain clothes, still under color of law, if he sees a crime in progress, a misdemeanor, uh, 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 I would say weigh it very heavily, but certainly a felony, they need to get involved. But you as a private citizen have no such a uh, 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 legal standard, Brian, as a matter of fact, uh, uh, uh one of our, uh, 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 good friends, uh, Pat Walsh says, listen, be the best witness. And we say that in every class that we go to, I'd rather you be a very good witness and be alive than, you know, yeah. uh, in, insinuate well, yourself into the situation and be dead or, uh, uh, cause the officer now to have divided attention. You see well, that's the thing. This?
0: So, so that's, that's obviously with the intervening in the middle of a police yeah. situation is, uh, you're, you're, That's, um, that's, I would say generally stupid, but, um, you know, let's, let's talk about in these cases, you know, what, what rights you do have versus what you don't have, what, you can do versus what you can't do. So the the news article about the guy driving the jeep blocking yeah. the it's up, he said, "Well, I felt like I was in fear for my life." Well, well, hang on.
1: Of course you were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: but but, but you created it, you fucking. Yeah, well, that's what that. I'm saying, right? right so right. so if I'm sitting in my house and yep. I'm in bed and someone breaks in to steal my TV, yeah, I could. I don't know that they're just there to steal my TV. I don't even know why they're there. I do know that they don't belong there, and they certainly yep. weren't. Invited, uh, I don't want them in my house. That's a very, yep. very, very, very different standard than once I insert myself into a situation. Because once you make the choice, right, to involve yourself right. in something, you are now liable for, for what happens after that. You are now a contributing factor to everything that happens in that Good situation. Yep, so yep. Joe, thankfully, like that, the, the case we're talking about, that police officer wasn't hurt, but. If this guy did it, and then the suspect goes, "I don't know what the hell this is," and tries to get the hell out of there, and then yep. runs over the police officer and kills them, yeah, Well, the, the, guess who, guess who caused him. that happen? You know, you guess who was the, what was the proximate cause of that happening? You know, had it not been for that person involving himself in that situation, maybe that that likely would have gone differently. That would have would have would have happened differently. But I think that's
1: absolutely the
0: case. So, so, so
1: you've got you've got ability, you've got jeopardy, you've got preclusion, you've got opportunity. All of these things generally apply in every state of the union and most places in the world. Yeah. what that means is that if you or another person are in risk of serious bodily injury or death, you have the absolute right to defend yourself or a third party. And what I mean by a third party is a person that would have the right to defend themselves, but can't for whatever reason the situation is created, right? But you can't go uh, a wild west looking for a gunfight and and that's what that has been my fear for a long time because what happens is you a an inanimate object can create within you a false sense of security and pride of and and make you step into a situation so sandlot kids play better with a uniform uh uh, mm-hmm. uh kids play better with a team name Martial artists uh, uh, fight harder in a gi than they do if they show up with a pair of sweatpants, okay? Because the way that your brain is still uh, facilitating incoming novel information is through the lens of survival. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So now you buy a gun, and a gun is a— big phallus with bullets that, yeah. that really goes to the electric uh, chemical uh, uh, corticals of your brain and says holy shit this is a gun your voice changes it deepens an octave you get what i'm trying to say but but with it comes this amazing sense of responsibility right Do you get what i'm trying to say that goes along with it and then all of a sudden you get done with a concealed carry class and you think i can carry a concealed weapon well, the question is, do you really need to? And again, it's your absolute right. But then the idea is now something happens and where a month ago, before you bought the gun and before you took the lesson, yep. before everything else, you would probably go home or get on your phone. Yeah. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Now you go, now hey, it's I have the means to stop this. I can intervene, but nobody knows who the hell you are, Brian. Nobody knows who you are. And now you're this wild card, this radical that walks in. And I see you reach for a gun, just like a suspect reaches for a gun do you get the, the I, I can hear the music, bom, yeah. bom, 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 you know, and, and, and Brian, we don't do well under those choices. The normal human being that's untrained and untested will not do well in no, this type of a situation. No, you're
0: not going to, no, absolutely not. You're suddenly not going to become Jason Bourne and nope. being able to do anything, but you know that you you also don't necessarily have the right to intervene in something like that like you do oh, not have correct. the right to do that you can't go out there and insert yourself in situations without the legal authority or right to do that you know a, 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 a police officer can't insert themselves in a situation unless it meets a certain criteria you're you know exactly i mean so right. so the this idea of you're going to go out there and put yourself in harm's way in order to to do something well you're you're part of the problem and and you, you know everyone goes well you know if someone comes in my house they're going to die okay well i ho- i hope you can legally justify that and yes. you know well it's well, and that's a
1: big damn choice too y- y- the y- human is, is a- Huge it, choice.
0: And I well, well, yeah. And I feel like the, the value of life is slowly eroding in the United States, which used to separate us from so many other places we've been to, of course. And then people listening and been to where yeah, the value of life is pretty low in a lot of other places in the very world. Low. It's very high here in the United States. And you I appreciate it. that. That's one of the reasons why I live here as well. Right. Uh, the idea is is we put a lot of that in. So you know, you go back to the guy breaking in your house, you they they're stealing your TV. If they're running out the door with it. And you start chasing them, well, that yep. changes things a little bit, right? Changes same thing, even. Huge bit. You, yeah. you, and you know, you you can't just start shooting this person because they're running down the street with your television set. Okay, I mean, no different than a police officer can't you know shoot at a, a fleeing felon in certain uh, situations or most situations, um, unless there's some direct threat to someone's life at that point uh, or, or safety of the public. But the idea is, it's it's the same. It's the same thing. So my problem with a lot of this is. Yes, this is a constitutional right, and I'm complete, uh, completely all for law-abiding people having the right to defend themselves. Absolutely, yes. but this just because even if you have stand-your-ground laws where you don't have to back down, that doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. That doesn't mean you get to take someone's life because you don't like what they said or did to you. Like, if it has to meet a certain criteria, and that's the thing. Just because you're you got fucking you felt like you wanted to do something, or you were offended, or you were whatever, or like. You don't have the right to do that. Like the, this idea right. that, that just I can go and in, in, in insert myself here or, or or kill someone or take their life. You're just like, that. that's I don't want that either. No, I don't want criminals getting away with stuff. No, I don't want lawlessness in the streets. But I also don't want the vigilante bullshit. Like- no, but I'd I, I say I'd say let's compare it. To a case that was perfectly legal, but
1: I want you to understand. You remember, you ever watch one of those TV shows on a crime show, and they've got like a thing that looks like a glow stick, and they uh, uh, put it in your motel room that yeah, you're at, and yeah, you see yeah. all the fluid of everybody yeah. that stayed there before. Yeah. Okay, because we don't, you know, have the expensive <laughs> hotel rooms. So let's think that on its face, your actions are legal. But let's think that there's a light that we could shine on it that shows these lines instead of the the, the horrible fluid uh, uh, stains. It shows these lines on the ground that we don't, uh, that aren't immediately apparent when we first see the issue, okay? And this is what I'm explaining to you. Uh, uh, so we have a nine-year-old uh, 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 in Houston, Arlene Alvarez. Uh, she's doing nothing but sitting in her dad's car, Armando's uh, pickup truck, actually, all uh, uh, Few feet away, yards away, is an ATM, and two people are in the ATM and they're getting robbed. They pulled up, they put their card in, they're getting their money, and a guy walks up on the side of the vehicle, says, Give up the cheese, and at gunpoint takes their money and runs off. Now, the man chose to run in the direction of Alvarez's pickup truck, had nothing to do with Armando or his daughter Arlene. But what happens is now the guy that just got robbed with his wife in the ATM comes out shooting now the guy had a gun he was an armed robbery is a felony do you get what i'm trying to say even if it was an aggravated robbery with a fake gun the guy believed it so he's trying to stop the robbery in progress and legally so but he starts firing a couple of rounds at the suspect who disappears behind the pickup truck and armando alvarez says the following brian i actually wrote down the quote if i can get it here i heard the bullets and my first instinct was to speed up. So I guess when I sped up, the guy thought that I was the, with the guy and he shot at me four or five times. Okay. Killing Armando's daughter, Arlene, that was in the pickup truck. Now, Please. where the guy had the right, Brian, the guy had the right to defend himself against an armed robbery. The di- guy didn't have the right to indiscriminately shoot into how many times you and I just, you and I take, take our audience out of this. How many times have we discussed a caper that came up while we're driving in a rental car? where somebody shot at a fleeing vehicle yep. and it ended up not being the vehicle. Yep. How many times, yep. right? That oh, yeah, happens and, all and, the and, time. And even coppers do it, Brian, yes. even those coppers in wherever it was, Florida or whatever, you remember they were at the, the, the concert venue or a sporting event and the vehicle squealed by and there was a drive by and they go, Hey, there, those guys go. Yeah, and it wasn't you, the guys, yeah. it was teenagers or a family, Brian, this happens all the time. So look, if I can be bamboozled, right. then anybody can. Do you right. see what I'm trying to say? So so you're saying, now, now listen, somebody right now is going to play the smart assery card, and they're going to say, so you're saying the kid in the mall shouldn't have shot. kid in the mall shot 10 times. Uh, uh, three people are dead. Uh, uh, two that the, the gunman killed, then the gunman. Okay. And we have two unaccounted rounds. I, I'm not saying one way or the other. Maybe if I was there, I would have done the same thing. Maybe I would have tried to tackle somebody. But what I'm saying is there's a hell of a lot more that you don't see until you take that glow stick and look around at the situation so if it's rapidly unfolding are you going to make the best choice if you make a spontaneous choice like the mall and you stop that person from shooting or love field yesterday with the female walking in and taking a shot yep maybe you're saving everybody else but brian i say that cheese is a little thin i say that that meat at the deli is a little thin and if i can see through it maybe maybe that's not the right choice you get where i'm going
0: well, because people boil this stuff down to these really, really oversimplified ways of looking at things. It's the yep. uh, uh, what was the one people used to always say, I fucking couldn't stand. Um, I'd rather be. Uh, what is it? Oh, judged judge by, judge, judged yeah. by 12 than carried by six. Shut the yeah. fuck up. That's yeah. some fucking Bush League JV bullshit. Like that right. means you can't think your way out of a fucking situation. All right. That's exactly. Well, what. And, that and that's all I think we're saying. Yeah. I think that we're saying that calm
1: heads will prevail. I think that a a active shooter in a school or a mall is substantially different than seeing a person pulling out a gun and and starting to to fire or pulling up on a traffic stop and and insinuating. And and that's part of
0: the problem. is like we know and a lot of our listeners know each one of these cases is unique in and of itself. And you have to take it on the merits of the case of what happened. The problem is we generalize and oversimplify it. I'll go, well, look what's happening. I mean, we yeah. gotta get you know. I, I'm I'm not gonna let that happen to me. It's like, okay, man, you're talking about some very obscure thing. That's like, it's like getting struck so, by lightning twice in the same yes. location. So, so like make it's it simple. Not, this Uvalde yeah.
1: crap. Okay, yeah. first of all, shout out to our dear friend Brian Willis. Love him to death. Yeah, uh, he's, he's listen, put, we know that there's problems with it. the alert. Yeah. yeah, we we know there's a uh, uh, bad stuff that happened with the alert report, right? Yeah. So oh, yeah. Anything that's on a rocky foundation should be tossed out. And yep. You Shouldn't have a uh, uh, more. You shouldn't have a uh, gosh damn. Everybody calling in and talking about it because it's ridiculous. It's, it, it's wrong. The, the moon is not made of cheese. So if we start there, we're going to come to a, a forlorn conclusion. Yeah. Why am I talking about that? Because here now we look at Uvalde and everybody is getting uh, uh, teachers and principals and students and uh, gosh damn uh, mother of a student. And then we're talking about the the fire chief down the road and oh that damn barber we're going down through everybody yeah. but the suspect. Yeah, exactly. And so this morning exactly. somebody said something about the suspect and the mom says the mom of the suspect said you don't have the right to judge my son. The y- y- yeah, lady, do. Yeah, lady we fucking do, he's actually. the only one at the incident that we do have the right to judge yep. as a matter of fact his actions were so clear and he uh, d- demonstrated intent in so many ways that you and others could have stopped. So if we're talking about somebody let's go back to vilifying and the bad guy. Now, yeah. this mall shooting kid, look, that's pretty good. I yeah. mean, he caught on early and he, he clipped the guy. But, Brian, you said that that happens in about two. Percent of the cases, yeah. And you know 2%. what my biggest fear is? Yeah. Okay. The that other ninety-eight. it's going to be that. <laughs> yes, it's going to be that. Our or that Aurora. Yeah. To see where somebody is is shot down in the prime of their life because they were trying to defend another. How do you know that? Do, do you know how many times you get in the trick bag where you have a an unmarked vehicle or an undercover officer or a security that, guard yeah. that's chasing somebody away from their location, and now that person is subjected to uh, a gunfire because somebody doesn't understand exactly exactly who they are. I, That's my point. My point I've been, is that when you don't have a tremendous amount of information, you draw unreasonable conclusions.
0: Yeah, I've been shot at by the army like at yes. at at a, a man but I had good reason outpost because right. they got hit by an IED and then no, 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 they started right, opening right. up fire and then now we're taking contact because we have the outline of someone in a position because their sandbags is the freaking government center in Ramadi that's a known location of US yes. forces and it still happens so and we're not so, talking
1: ND Brian, we're no, not no, talking. No, no. A this is definitely not discharge. a negligent. Discharge. My my my, uh, uh, my story on Iraq in the ground, and we're going from Hob across the bridge to whatever that other place is. And that Marine's loading the the two forty and barks off three yeah. rounds that that gave me some chin music. I, I mean, Brian, I could read the primer yeah. dent, you know. Yeah. And and uh, the guy, the Marine yells to me, "Hey, my bad, uh, my bad." I loved it. I loved it. It was it was amazing. I knew but, I was there, but, but that was an but, ND. We're but, not talking but, about that.
0: But what I'm saying is that in in those situations i mean you're you're it's um inserting yourself you you can now become you're now liable i i said like you're you're, yeah, 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 you're but, responsible but let's for go what one, happens
1: you're i like that word better yeah so responsible liable, okay. legally yeah, is legally illegal. liable right. but i love the the responsibility well, you're certainly issue. responsible yeah responsibility because culpability those yeah. type of words now yeah. we're getting in the thesaurus part that i like look brian if if I walk by and a transit cop is rolling out around on the, the ground and somebody's trying to take their gun out of their holster, I'm going to tie goes to the runner. Yep. I'm going to jump in and I'm going to help. Yeah. OK, because that's a situation where nanoseconds count. And I don't want that that visible sign of authority uh, uh, to be beat up or beat down. Uh, if I saw somebody dragging somebody uh, uh, down on the ground and it looked like they were going to uh, pillory that person or hurt them or do something. Brian, I'm the kind of guy that would probably step in. Okay, but it's so clearly defined what it might look like. I'm not going to drive down the road and go, "Hey, it doesn't look like that guy's stopping right away for that cop." So I'm going to pull in front yeah. of and make it e- easier. Yeah. What do we talk about with road rage? We don't know the totality of the circumstances and don't get me on that lawyer. What I'm saying Let's be objective. Let's not be subjective. Let's be objective. We don't know the exact thing. So the person who's chasing who might be different. It might be the bad guy chasing a potential victim or a good guy chasing a bad guy, right? And we don't know that all the way. So it's not as <laughs> clear cut, and 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 I think that preclusion speaks loudly here. Even for coppers, you're supposed to try to de-escalate, right? Preclusion yeah, is a to define- de-escalate. Step back so uh, from the situation. Let supposed- your clear head take a look. Okay. Don't use lethal force. Is there another alternative? Can I close a door? Can I wrap him in uh, cellophane? <laughs> you know what I'm mean? saying? Yeah, yeah. So preclusion means, that you know, let's preclude this, the seriousness of the uh, 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 response meaning I'm not going to use lethal force. I'm going to try to tie the guy up with a bowler wrap or something else. I say that if the cops are held to that standard, why wouldn't you be? Why wouldn't you and I be? You know, and 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 the idea that just because I can bear arms, I can bear arms only if it's to defend myself or another and the standard is serious bodily injury or death so serious bodily injury means a protracted loss of limb you know you lose a leg Something you're never going to be serious. able to walk yeah. again you know yeah. you're going to lose your arm and not be able to offend uh, uh, for yourself in this world uh, for your family brian i think that's important and, and when we go back to the atm robbery that guy was doing everything right and he still made a fatal mistake and now they're charging him with a form of aggravated assault and you know what at that same atm during the same time frame just a couple of months before a 40 year old uh, uh, uh woman was shot to death for under a hundred dollars i mean you've got to think about brian are you remember you said you're insinuating yourself you know involving yourself in a situation are you by your mere actions creating a situation where right. you are liable Yes. Where well, you are in peril, and then you defend yourself. Well, you don't have that right. You don't. You don't have the right to just insert yourself into the situation and then demand that you're seen as the victim in the situation. I, I don't no, care.
0: and 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 we we conflate some of the the stories and the issues right uh, like the you know the the mall shooting in indiana is very yeah. obvious there's a guy in a mall with a gun killing shooting people. Like, yes, it's, yes it's not exactly. this is a very very simple that's a simple case greg that's right. a simple but, 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 but
1: let's let's say the decision was simple but the case isn't we don't no. know if it was a domestic We don't know if the person uh, uh, had killed people outside or, you know, there was an attempted kidnapping that's gone wrong. But still, Brian, it doesn't have to be the simplest thing. We don't understand exactly the relationship between the people, but in that specific incident, it was so laser focused that a decision was made quickly and it was the right decision. But but that's not a panacea. That doesn't apply no. to everything. You see what and, I'm and, saying? And, and, it, it and, just-
0: yeah, exactly. And, and that's my point with all of these. So even yeah. even with what you're, each case has to be looked at alone. So if you're looking at all of these, going, oh well, you know, I can just do this or that. Like I, I've seen people and heard people yeah. talk about this stuff, where I'm like. You do not have an understanding of the law, and you're going to get yourself or someone else in a lot of trouble. And yes. and and that's the thing is that the the point should always be is how do we defuse the situation? How do we not? You know, if I can there go into go. the village and get done what I need to be done without killing a single person, like I win, man. That's a that's a big W. You know what I mean? If people are dying, that means th- that that should mean things went wrong. You know what I'm saying? Yes. In, in any of the situations we're talking about right now here in the United States. So the the idea is. Um, we, we conflate them and we misunderstand them. So if my, my warning would be to look at each case, uh, on the individual actions of what happened, and you have right. to measure that with what are you really trying to do here? I mean, you know, once you put yourself in, once you make that decision, you are now responsible for the the next event that happens. You are or, yes. or a contributing factor at a minimum, you're a major contributing factor to the outcome of that situation. If you go back to the one from Ohio, and he did that, this guy now runs. And what if he had run over a kid crossing the street trying to get away? Now, what if he had done all of these other things that could have potentially happened? All of these spirals. There's now they don't them him you know coming to a stop and and giving up peacefully is like that's a very 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 small likelihood yep. that's going to happen so all of the other potential things that could happen are bad they're they're bad they're 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 yes. going to end poorly now hopefully they just end poorly for the suspect but they typically end poorly for the officer and the general public right that that's when these things occur so it's always in these heightened situations so if you are involving yourself in those you're contributing factor to that look yeah, at what absolutely. you did that is what you contributed to that outcome and therefore you should be responsible you should be partly responsible for that i think legally because if you're cuz if oh, you're not, you not are but but yeah. but but how many of these Things are like oh we're not we're not going to prosecute that you see that stuff where someone shoots a person in their house and then the sheriff is on there we will not prosecute someone for doing that it's like okay I understand that I don't think that you know but but maybe in that case that's the appropriate thing but but in some of these others like you're getting to right. where that this this didn't have to end this way be that person made a decision you, to, to end it when that you way talk. Shit. Because there is a record
1: of you talking shit, and for every incident that you're going to go to bat for, there's going to be another one somewhere down the road that you're yep. not. And so therefore, you don't want to be put in the trick bag where somebody calls you on your record of, well, yep. what about this case? So here's, here's the thing. If you're a police officer and you choose to pursue a vehicle, and that vehicle was involved in, in high misdemeanor or felony activity, you also assume all of the risk associated with that. So if that fleeing felon goes through a red light and tags a citizen or hits a bus full of kids or does something. So you're saying you, you have to walk around with a pillow on your ass all day uh, on tenter hooks. No, but you have to judge the situation. Can I drive this vehicle at this speed? Is it during the time of day or the location in my town where there's a lot of civilian traffic and, you know, maybe I have another way of catching it. Maybe I have a, Uh, 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 a helicopter that's up or a UAV that's available, or Brian, I can get a good look at the driver and I can say, you know what? Sooner or later, I'm going to catch him or recover the vehicle and use the the fingerprint analysis. I'm just saying that you got to think of that. And when you pull a gun in a nanosecond and start using lethal force, none of that due diligence is there. You're doing no due process. So in a rare, very rare incident that almost will never occur to anybody that's listening to us. I think that that escalation of force is justified, but in all others, I would ask for calm heads to prevail, even inside of your house, Brian, inside of your house, you are as likely to kill your daughter climbing through the yeah. window. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Well, or her boyfriend leaving? That's so the I'm thing. just saying it's a shitty situation.
0: It, you, you, you know, if you're using that as an excuse, versus I'm, yeah. I'm like, that's my thing because you know, the wife and I, Michaela and I, have talked about that stuff. She's like, well, what would you do? I was like, I, one, I give everyone an out. I'm going to give you the option. Yes, So you get the fuck out right now and this ends peacefully. I'm always right. going to because now if you choose not to do that. I can then say, well, I gave this person the option. I offered this. I tried to de-escalate the situation. They chose not to, so I had no other choice at that point. I mean, I love that. that. And what you did is epitomize preclusion. But I want everybody to understand, this is Brian
1: Marin, my dearest friend in the entire world. That same situation wouldn't happen with me or Shelly. With (sighs) me, I would sleep through it. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say because I can't hear a gosh damn thing. Said so he'd fleece the house, I'd wake Shit. up with just my knickers. And Shelly would the thing is, they'd say, Yeah, we knew the robber came in, but we never saw him leave. Yeah, and Shelley would. Shelly would
0: have a toothpick, you know, going, Yep. I mean, seriously. But, she- but Shelly would go, oh, I didn't gosh. hear anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like someone walked into your house and then we never saw her from the game. Have her
1: again. Exactly. That's funny. I never.
0: I never saw them.
1: I don't know what you're talking about. I'd like to see my attorney. Attorney, please. Yeah,
0: that's a, but listen,
1: that's the caper. I told you many times that I had to deal with people that would say, tonight's the night. Maybe this is the night that, that we'll oh, yeah. get into it. That's... Listen, those people are unsafe at any speed. Yep. Do not surround yourself with them. Yep. I consistently see these people showing uh, uh, self-defense moves where they're stabbing and hacking uh, uh, people and cutting them. I hope to God that it's not a Jehovah's Witness that's coming up to ask for a ride. You right. know, that's the decision point. It's not what you do with that information, Brian. It's do you have enough information with where a human... Look... The standard for cops is objectively reasonable, and that means that you don't have to think about it. Another cop would have to look at your actions and say, yes, I'm a reasonable officer, and I would have done the same thing given that same yeah. situation. Do you know if we applied that to citizens? Yeah. Okay? I. Good I got Lanny as one neighbor. Yeah. you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. I could go right down the street and go duck, duck, goose, and figure out who was the right one and who was the wrong one. You just don't know, Brian. And, and, and look, we're talking about snap decisions. That's one thing. Okay, I can see you being a good Samaritan. Vigilante justice is where you in the back of your head had the whole time, boy, I hope something like this happens because I'm going to be yep. the one that – I'm going to be the arbiter of the law. And you don't have that choice. That's not your right.
0: Yeah. No, okay. and and this is this that's um. I mean, you look at an extreme case of the, I guess not extreme case, but a good a a good one to, to compare to is the um. I I can't remember when it happened. It was the guy, the dad who killed the sort of boyfriend of his daughter, but he wasn't mm-hmm. really a boyfriend. He was her pimp, and he was sex trafficking her and making her do all the stuff, and I got her addicted to drugs, and then he went and killed him, and then people were like, "Yeah, okay, all good." It's like, well, look, I'm not. I'm not sad that he's there. dead. I'm not right. sad that this person is dead. Obviously, they're a horrible right. human being, but you do not have the fucking right to do that. We have due process in this country. So you as due a citizen, process. if you take that away from someone, you're eroding all of our rights. You're saying, fuck you to the and Constitution. Your own. Well, and that's your what I'm own. saying. You're saying, fuck exactly. you to our whole system of how it's supposed to work. So you they know what? I, I, I'm not. No, I'm not interested in that type of way. Does it suck the way is? Is there, you know, I, I mean, you, you can. The, the way the criminal courts and the justice system works been, trust me, it's been debated for like a few thousand years, I yes. think. So we're doing the best that we can right now. But the idea is, is you don't have the right to go out and do that to someone. And that's what pisses me off. It's like, yeah, that's great. The guy was a piece of shit, but you don't have the right to be judge, jury and executioner. Sorry. Because it that's works.
1: being a vigilante.
0: Yeah. you now Now, listen.
1: I, again, and, and, and it's a fine line because there's a cop standard. A cop well, doesn't have that right, so so why should you? But you don't have that right because every citizen in America, that's an American citizen, is judged with the auspices of the, the Constitution. And you have the absolute right to be a free citizen, free in your home, free in your papers, yeah. free in your effects. Do you know what I'm saying? Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. So you, you can't impede me. Now if I go out and I choose off the menu and start, yeah. you know, playing human whack a mole, then guess what? I've given up those rights. So lady, your son and Uvalde gave up those rights. Yeah. Do you understand? And whatever happens to him reap the whirlwind. Uh, uh, uh We once, we
0: we know we know the names uh, of all four hundred officers who arrived on the scene, right. but we don't we, we can't say the name of the of the person who actually fucking not killed gonna all print those it, kids. You know. Like, yeah, it, it, it it's w- yeah, that's a that's a whole that's a whole nother. Uh, uh, I don't, we'll we'll, we'll no, wait till more investigation is, comes out to, to really jump Precisely. into that. But yes, but, but that's but, it's a great example of how we perceive and act on these things. And it's how we get it completely wrong because we don't put responsibility where it lies because we want you know to why
1: pundits this. come out on this one. Do you know why pundits come out on school shootings, Brian? Because it's a closed system. It's a it, it's a petri yeah. dish. Do you get what I'm trying yeah. to say? There are four walls. There's a ceiling and there's a floor. Yeah. And everything is already done. How hard do you have to study something to go back? And and then and I'm not going to poke the FBI. I poked them enough in my career. But here's my thing: is I hear people trump carding other people, going, "Well, the person that wrote the book on the FBI's response to school shooters. Well, did the FBI respond to this one? Yeah, when yeah. when yeah. it was done." Did, yeah. they, did they respond to all the other ones? Yeah, when they were done. What I'm telling you is shut the fuck up when you start holding a book up in front of me and saying, this person's got the key. Show me what they stopped. If you stopped something, like, like, like look, uh, uh, what do we know about uh, uh, the parabens? What, what's the, the stuff called? when you, you, uh, Sun protection factor, SPF. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So we know that increasing your SPF, if you're going to increase your exposure to the sun, is a good thing, and it's saved countless lives. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so there's something that I would like to look at. So they say, well, the FBI school shooter, you just, you know, this is the thing. I don't know that yet. I don't know that that's helped. I don't know that all right. those voluminous things have helped because I, ha- I I haven't seen them change anything in real time. I know CPR has helped people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, no. so,
1: so yeah. I, I'm not saying it's the cause I'm saying it's the correlate. And and what I'm trying to say is that in certain instances, you're authorized to do almost anything to save a life. That's why they got good Samaritan laws. If they had saved the vigilante laws, I would shut up and let you go on. You get what I'm trying to say? The average citizen has to understand exactly what Brian just said. There are already laws in place. Almost everything that's going to happen to you has happened before at some point in history, and somebody a lot smarter than us has judged it in a manner and that is now the reasonable standard, and that's what I would say to apply to everything in the future. You
0: know, no, that's I, a simple I, thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a, there's a lot to unpack in, 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 in that, uh, yep. uh, in, in, that, in those statements. For and that's for so sure. there. I ended but, yeah, it with so, so there, there, and now so cross your arms and hmm. but we all
1: know that that's the right thing though brian listen when you're faced with certain choices let's demonstrate intent for a minute okay if you willingly you know you're walking down you find the wallet you open the wallet you look inside there's some money in the wallet and you look at it and you go fucking his loss my gain and you put it in your pocket well demonstrated intent yep okay you reap the world from that point forward even if anybody else never finds out you did it you did it and so those type of dilemmas, Brian, are simple for me. Yeah. There's right. there's, yeah. wrong. there's right those and wrong on those. are binary. They, right? they really
0: are. Some of those are. We we try to make. Uh, I, I get what you're saying. Of, of yeah. Where you know when am I supposed to intervene? What's right? What isn't? Can I yep. push the envelope here? And you you know you give the uh, the great example. of Someone. Oh yeah, it's going to happen tonight. Or, if something happens, I'm yep. going to do that. It's like, okay, dude, uh, well, that's not how these things work. Uh, uh for one. Uh, and, and two that what that's you're you're crossing the moral line there which and, and possibly the, the legal one as well. So and and that's a good point. I kind of actually wanted to, did want to bring that up and forgot yeah. <laughs> right at the beginning is that it's not just a and we already are discussing it but when you're intervening in this situation there's there's a legal moral and ethical standard to this. And and then what you do is, you know, there's like we talk about legal, moral and ethical, we talk about psychological, sociological, physiological, we talk about, you know, tactical, operational, strategic, what you're doing now matters down the road. It may set into a chain of events. And the legal, moral and ethical part is, well, well, yeah, you were even with if you were within your rights, was it the right thing to do? I mean, legally, you might be okay, but but morally yeah. and ethically, did you cross a line? Because if you cross it there, you're going to cross it again, and then so, you're going to uh, keep crossing
1: and, it. And, and you're spot on. So let me throw a homework assignment out there. I don't remember the name of the case because I've got an enormous head and so many cases running around in it. But it's an old dude that lives in a nice house and he's kind of a hermit. And you know what? His house got robbed many times. And many times the house was burglarized by the same kid. At this time, the kid came back around Christmas with his girlfriend and they thought, hey, listen, low." Uh, caloric intervention, low chance because we've been at this house before and, and burglarized this guy, and, and so there's probably not a risk of us uh, uh, getting captured or caught for this. He hasn't turned it over to the police. Little did they know that the guy's inside the house, has cameras set up, knows that they're coming back. They break into the house, he shoots the one, the other comes around to the basement, he shoots the other. He doesn't kill him cleanly, and he waits 24 hours to call the cops and okay. goes, so there they're laying in the other room. Now, I'll let you decide, yeah. and meaning society at, at large, Okay, because I wasn't there. I wasn't the guy. I didn't investigate the case. But there's terms that we use in the law called lying in wait. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Uh, uh, if I should have, could have, or would have dialed 911 at some point before the use of the, the fatal bullet, I would have demonstrated preclusion Uh, uh, that would have been uh, a demonstration of objectivity and reasonableness. Brian, we don't have those words in English language for no reason. Do you see what I'm saying? Right. Due process, which you brought up due process is that you do have the right. It's wrong as you are. The kid in Uvalde uh, uh, changed the DNA of that town forever and he too. If he could have been taken alive, had the absolute right to stand in front of a jury of his peers and make his case. But Brian, he chose not to, yeah. and he chose not to with the barrel of a gun, with yeah. the muzzle of that weapon system. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So, so those are the clearly defined ones that anybody can speculate on because it's simple, but I would tell you that there's a whole bunch that occur every day in our society that are a lot closer to call. And that's why we have to have those referees and those umpires. And guess what? Even they make the wrong call sometime, right? right. I mean, of if course. you're a sports fanatic, come yeah. On. yeah, you know, of course. so, so. We're not in a perfect system, and our system of justice in America is better than any other country on the face of the planet. And you assholes out there that will malign (laughs) it and shit on it and say that
0: it's not true. Well, without even really understanding it. Exactly. I I think that's a big problem Is part of why we're having this discussion is knowing what your rights are. And what right. they aren't, what you can do, what you cannot do, what you're allowed to do, what you should never do. I mean that that's right. that's the point is that all of this stuff gets oversimplified and thrown together. And see, look, this it's it's me versus them. They're gonna I, they're gonna be coming for me. They're gonna get you know. It's like, oh, dude, what are you talking about? First of all, what exactly. do you have that anyone else wants? Second exactly.
1: of all, second of all, like
0: where are you fiercely
1: defending that that where are you uh, like Colorado do
0: you have is it some high risk profession like do you carry cash for a living like okay then that makes you know but that's what I'm saying it's it's this Uh, but when you start thinking that way that leads to these decisions oh here it is this is what me and my buddies have been talking about time for me to get in there and it's like no you're so far gone you're so far down this Mobius loop of fucking idiocy that Uh, you're gonna make a bad decision and you're You're missing That you are. Yeah. Somebody in your
1: life needs to step in and say, this is wrong. You are going well, to well I can think uh, of it's like it, what
0: what am I really trying to do here? What what right. what's really what's the totality of the circumstances? What happens if this guy you know steals this six pack of beer from the liquor store? Are we talking right. this is a this is a felony murder I'm witnessing or this is shoplifting right but from a team. That's how simple it is though. If it's a property crime,
1: allow it to be a property yeah. crime and be a good witness. If it's a car theft it's a car it's an insurance you have insurance claim. for you know, a reason. Now, let 's change that and say your kid is seat belted in the back of that car yeah do you get what i 'm well, trying to it's say different. And the person is trying yeah. to yeah it 's a different set of circumstances we can always ramp up, but then guess what the the, the, the precarious nature of the crime is ramped up as well you don 't want to shoot at the guy driving the car with your daughter belted in the back seat Do you right. get what i 'm trying to say you don 't want an aggravated police pursuit where you know uh, cool heads don 't prevail yeah you know I, I hear this all the time we continue to think that every single police officer is trained to an extremely high standard. And it's not the case. It's just like the 7-Eleven clerk or the librarian you encounter. It may not be the one that's trained to that really high standard. Uh, At the ranch, Brian, at the ranch, we had to go through uh, what we called the boot camp. Uh, so your emergency first aid and your CPR mm. and your Heimlich maneuver and then horse injuries and then uh, uh, you know the, the having the the different shots for the different people that that may have a bee allergy or you know the different horse that may have a specific allergy and all these different things and and we took weeks. For the months that we were open to train the people, and we demanded that they had a high level of training, and guess what? Still, they would make mistakes. So if you're thinking that you're just going to be able to be thrust into a situation, and you're going to make the right choice, Brian, this is right back to training again, and people go, oh, my God, here we go with the training. Yes, if you're untrained in a situation, then you are uh, going to be lucky if you get out of it with all your limbs and your head attached. Because some of the most—look— Brian, you're in the United States Marine Corps, okay, the most highly trained infantry force on the face of the planet, specifically trained to interdict and shitty situations. Have you had fellow Marines die in combat? You see what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So, so think about that for a minute. Even the most highly trained SWAT teams lose a person once in a while. Even the Deltas lose a person once in a while. So what chance do you have to just willy nilly run in with the gun that you bought at Bill Goodman's gun and knife show and the, the, and the four hours of training you took in Grand Junction for your concealed weapons permit? That's all I'm saying. I'm saying take a step off the bubble for a second, look around, smell the coffee and make your better decision, right? Uh, yeah. uh, uh unless it's it's inevitable if it's inevitable and it's your safety that's compromised then i would throw i I'll, well say
0: and that it and and that's that's what it boils down to is is Doesn't what it. it what it you know if if there's some Inevitable thing about to happen, or you are in fear for your life or someone else's, but you know you can't just say that. That's just not a thing you can. You you actually have to be in that exactly. position if you think it's really going to happen. You have to artifacts and evidence support of a reasonable conclusion. You don't you before, don't before, during, you don't, you, and
1: after the event
0: You do exactly <laughs> right. step in front of a guy with a gun yeah. and go, "Oh my God, I'm in fear for my life," and then kill them. Like it's like no, well, there's you, a caper th- <laughs> right now about
1: a, a female that. Uh, uh, was shot in the chest. And sadly, I, I, I looked through a thousand articles a day. I don't remember if she lived or died, but I know that she uh, had a uh, rest just a statement after she was shot. And the copper that was in the house was legally in the house. And the situation was rapidly unfolding and the female had dogs and the copper panicked and went to shoot the dogs thinking his life was at risk from the dogs. And somehow when he was firing, the woman got shot in the chest. Well, I don't know about you, Brian, but uh, you love your dog, right? Yeah. Uh, Your dog named Bailey. Yeah. And and when you saw somebody that was going to be that dog, you'd likely step in front. And if you stepped in front, you'd catch that round in the chest. Right. Some cases when you look back on them are so simple that you don't have to have the barometric pressure and the wind speed the right axis of the earth the, you right. know, Where, well, yeah, to figure yeah, it yeah. out okay you look at it and you go i see how this thing ramped up that's what i'm afraid of i'm afraid that then when cool heads don't prevail that people that insinuate themselves into a situation are going to needlessly over complicate it and the wrong person may uh, I, die i think it's
0: injured. it's it's uh you know understanding and knowing what your own intent is in these situations right? are important like what is your intent well to Stop that person or to alleviate the situation? Because those are two different things, right? Yep. What is your intent? Are you really trying to, hey, I want to stop this situation from happening, or I want to stop that person for what they did? It's like, well, well, well and hang on tri- tri- and then, and then I'm exactly talking right about, right. I'm about like standard. from the perspective of not yes. not a police officer, just a citizen. A common whether, citizen, like, like, what is, citizen. What is your intent? Like if you don't know it, then maybe you shouldn't even get involved or say something. Precisely. It's like, well, I even say that stuff about social media. Like, what is your intent with this post? What is your intent with this comment you're about to leave? What are you totally trying agree. to do? And and most people can't even define that. So if you can't define what your intent is, then maybe, you know, maybe you shouldn't be making that decision or doing that action. Yeah. I don't know. Exactly. Um, so that's that's kind of I we hit. Pretty That's much everything I, 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 uh, I wanted to cover, um, unless there's something else that I, I missed out or, or you wanted to, to, to wrap up with, Greg.
1: Now you don't have the absolute right to do anything when you go out in public. It's a big deal different story when you're in your home which is yeah. your castle and it's called the castle doctrine for a reason. a reason there's a bunch of laws out there right and you know what if you want to read up on the law it's the same thing with when supreme court makes a decision and people are like well they decided they didn't decide this they decide constitutionality take a step back and take a look at the big picture before you throw your hat in the ring you'll save a lot of hurt feelings and and, and a lot of uh, uh, stupidity and and all we're saying is listen we try to Ryan, we try to bring up topics that people don't fully understand so they can grasp an angle on it or study a little deeper and then they can feel competent and confident I, in their choices. We're not trying to poke anybody in the eye. We're
0: trying no. to say that
1: the answers are out there. The, uh, the, all the answers to the form. tests
0: are out there. Um, they are. And, and I, I would say that if you're spending you know, a lot of time uh, practicing how to shoot You know, how to operate a weapon, how to do this in all these different circumstances. I would hope that you're spending an equal amount of time uh, going over when. You're supposed to employ those tactics Amen. when you're supposed to make a decision to shoot, when you're supposed to do this, because I don't see as much of that as I do as the and perhaps let's, it's go, let's go let's go do some. No, it's not. <laughs>
1: I'm just <laughs> trying to be devil's advocate. And I'm going to go. Totally agree with I'm going to
0: go roll around and jump around and do some crazy shit on the range. It's like, yep. yeah, well, when are you supposed to shoot someone? Yep. When is that met? How do you articulate that? yourself right now i mean i think that's that's just as important if not more important um you only I, need to I'm, at, I'm an absolute agreement i'm just you know, I'm
1: trying to throw that in because there's yeah. one of our listeners that's still on the fence you know what i'll tell you what education if, is the key
0: well i always say if they made it this far into the episode then they're 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 good fans and listeners or so. a stalker Yeah, well, I I still classify those as good. You take that? That's all right.
1: That's
0: all right. I guess I take that. If they did hit that download and play every week and get those numbers up, I'm okay with that. All right. I that's all. That, that yeah. yeah that, that's things. that's all I have. I I appreciate everyone for tuning in. Again, reach out to us left at gmail.com with any questions or things you want us to cover. We do love it when when you guys do that and guys and girls and people, whatever you call yourself, when you do that because um it allows us to you know have a better understanding of what interests you or what things you need clarification on or how we would approach a certain subject. So we love doing those. So please keep reaching out. Those of you who have. Thank you very much. We'll get to some of those topics very shortly. Um, Other than that, don't forget that training changes behavior. That's all for today, folks. But if you'd like even more content, you can head over to our Patreon page. The link can be found in the episode details. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, follow us on social media, and please tell your friends about the show. Thanks for tuning in and thank you for your support.